Resting by the sea in sunny San Diego, this is the Ascended Masters at Work show, where we lift the veil of mysticism and reveal ancient secrets brought to earth by the world's greatest spiritual teachers. Here we share real-life stories that change lives and widen our eyes. And now, here is your host and spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. Well, good evening, everyone. This is our first time to be at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. This is a really exciting time because I've been really anxious to have a time slot at 6 p.m., because I know that people are wandering home and they're thinking about their day. And I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are thinking about the business that they did today, or let me put it this way, the business they've had a hard time doing today. (laughs) Because this is the end of November. And have you noticed as a business owner what's happening? Oh my gosh, it is so painful because everybody tells you, okay, I want to start at the beginning of the year. Call me back at the beginning of the year because that's when I'm going to be ready to go. So what I want to do is tell everybody just a little hint. If you decide that you are going to spend money and you've made money this year, you want to spend it before the end of the year so you can write it off on your taxes in this year. Otherwise, if you made too much money, you're going to end up paying those taxes. So wouldn't you rather move forward in your business and start to make money and save money because you can write it off with the IRS. That's just a little thought from my financial side. (laughs) This is all about, uh, this, this show now is all about coaching and coaching business owners and um, teaching them how to put programs together, how to sell, how to develop a relationship so that they can build more and more for financial freedom. And you are free to call in and ask your questions. I'm here to answer them for you. And I'm going to give you that call-in number right now. So if you have a pen or a pencil, write it down. It's 888-627-6008. And that is toll-free. And you can always listen in on the website or you can listen in at, well, maybe you're already listening in, but... It's 605-475-1600. Now, I promised you last week that I was going to give you the four magic customer questions that can really draw out information so that you can find out where they are in their business or whatever it is in their health or in their lifestyle or in their travel, whatever it is, Ask these questions so that you can determine whether they are someone you can work with yourself or possibly someone you can refer. Now, I've talked about this before, and I want you to know, again, that anyone you talk to is either going to be a referral or it is going that person is going to be a client for you. Now, Referrals are okay, don't you think? Because then you can send them to the other business owners that you know 
that may be looking for business themselves. And I don't know too many business owners that tell me that they have plenty of business and they don't have any room to work for any more client, work with any more clients other than one. And it was a tax accountant at tax time. So <laughs> that didn't surprise me at all. So here's the four questions. If you're ready, I'm going to share them with you. So here's number one. What's the number one thing you want to accomplish next year? What's the number one thing you want to accomplish next year? And that's something that you would ask at this time of year. If you're in the middle of the year, you'd ask, what's the number one thing you want to accomplish this year? Make it work for you. Because they're going to tell you whatever it is that's on their mind that they really need support with. That's what's going to be in the forefront of their mind. So you'll be able to find out if they can work with you or if they might be a referral. Here's number two. What do you think it would take to double your business income? Or if you're, whatever you're doing, if you're in the financial industry or, or anything else that is not a business, you could always ask them, what do you think it would take to double your income? That's a really interesting question. And we have a wonderful guest on tonight. And I'm going to try these questions out on her and we'll see how she answers them. Okay, here's number three. What have you already tried that worked and did not work? I love this question because so many people are paying a lot of money for coaches and they're not getting where they need to be. They're not getting where they need, where they dreamed they'd be or where they thought they were going when they hired that coach. And I always tell everybody, don't hire a coach that isn't doing what you want to do. And I'm going to bring this up right now with regard to my book, which is just launching. I just got my proof book, went all through it and found all the errors. <laughs> Hopefully we've got them all this time. And uh, my book is Selling Through Your Heart, Empowering You to Build Relationships for Financial Freedom. So... When I was trying to find a coach to support me in writing my book, I went to coach after coach after coach because I didn't want to write a little 100-page book. I wanted it to be much more substantial so that I would be hired for keynote speaking. And I wanted to find a coach that was already doing keynote speaking so that he could guide me. And I talk in the book about tacking back and forth and that the coach that you pay has already made all of those mistakes so that you don't have to do it. And the coach I hired for my book on the recommendation of our guest tonight was Patrick Snow. Now, Patrick has been speaking for over 20 years. He's written two or three books. I think it's three books. And he knows exactly how to get keynote speaking engagements, and that's why I hired him. So when you ask people what has worked and what didn't work, that is the answer because if you aren't hiring somebody who is already doing what you dream of doing and can meet your goals, then it's not the right person for you. So 
Question three, what have you already tried that worked and did not work? All right, number four, what do you think holds you back the most? A lot of times we get in our own way, but sometimes it's family. And sometimes if you're gonna make some sales calls, it could even be the laundry. It could be anything that pops up into your mind that helps you resist or works with you to resist whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So that's a really good question to ask people. And you could even send this out on SurveyMonkey if you wanted to, and you could send it out to your database and ask them to give you some support and feedback. You get a lot of really good information, I'm sure, from all of your clients. So now that I've done what I promised I would do, I want to bring on our guest for tonight because she is all about relationships at work and relationships at home, trying to support your, your friends and family or just get along with your spouse. And this lady's been working me, with me for, I don't know, maybe, ah, maybe six months, seven months. She'll correct me if I'm wrong. And I just adore her. And the reason I'm having her on is because I want her to talk to you about how she's developed her programs because she has really made an impact in how she is working with her programs and right down to producing videos for each program. But I don't want to ruin the surprise. So let's just bring her on right now. And I want to introduce you and you know already she's been on the show before. Madam Deborah Dupree, <laughs> and she's not really a madam. <laughs> well, well, then again, certainly maybe that's something you don't know about me yet. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> so, Deborah, what did you think about those questions that I was asking? Oh, absolutely powerful. You know, um, whenever I work with you and Shirley, we have been working together almost a year. I first met you about Christmas time last year. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah. Correct me. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us is always remembering a little bit more, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, but um, working with you has really been phenomenal. And, you know, you raising these four questions, you know, remind me of things I've done in the past. So it even, you know, focuses on one of the questions you, you asked, you know, what have you already tried that worked and didn't work? And I've, I've actually used these kinds of questions before. And then, you know, sometimes you lose sight of what you've done and, uh, you know, things shift. And so, oh, gosh, I did. I forgot all, all about that, you know. So, no, I think these are very powerful. I'm already thinking of, of a few clients I'd like to send them out to within the next few days. And I bet you're getting what I get, too. You know, oh, I need to work with you, but not until January. I want to get through the holidays. Are you hearing that, too? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. People are, you know, are taking off so much time right now and so forth. But like you, I try to get them focused on, well, this is a perfect time to, as as things slow down, to be thinking about where do you want to go next year and creating that plan of action to guide you. So you're not just jumping into the new year without, as I like to say, if you don't know where you're going, you won't know when you get there. <laughs> and you know what, even when I'm coaching people on where they're going. They still don't know when they get there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what do you, you know, what's your number one thing you want to accomplish next year? What's on your plate? Maybe even in that first quarter, because I know you're a shaker and a mover. 
<laughs> well, thank you. Um, I'm realizing there are a couple of goals that I wanted wanted to get done by this year, and life has been very busy the last six weeks or so. And so now that things are slowing down for me, I am going to finish up one of those goals, which is to finish writing my book also and get it off for editing. So that's something I'm still going to finish up this year. But in terms of the first quarter for next year, uh, as you know, I've been working on my program. And uh, again, it's been a slow process because I've had a lot of other new exciting things develop, which are good. And yet it's detracted from reaching a couple of my very important goals. But my first quarter will really be dedicated to uh, you know, finishing up, polishing my programs. Um, you know, As you know, I did my videos with you um, a few weeks ago, going through editing on those right now. And really, you know, it feels so good because I can really feel how it's starting to come together. And I'm really excited about that. Mm. Well, let's talk about that. Since you're excited about it, let's talk about it. And those who want to call in and chime in on our conversation, we'd love to have you. Call us at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. So, Deborah, let's go back and talk about where you were before we started working together on your programs. You know, kind of give our listeners the feel of, what it was like at that time and what you were experiencing. Woo, yeah, you do take me back. Um, you know, I, I have to say, I feel like I've always been fairly successful. The recession really changed things. And so I've really spent the last several years sort of trying to find my place again and redefine. And like you, I've run to a number of coaches as well. And to the point of where, oh, your coach almost like, no, go away. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I certainly have worked with coaches that, you know, um, you know, good talk and but didn't always walk the walk. And I wasn't always really pleased with how they worked with me in terms of being human to human. And that's why I love your approach, because you're all about the relationship. And of course, me and my world, I'm all about the relationship. And so I have really come to realize just how critically important that was. How we do business today is very different than I was used to doing business. Mm -hmm. And I actually used to keep my personal life much more separate from my professional life. And so I always felt I was living in two worlds. And that's what I would say has really sort of come together about how to bring my how, how to bring my lives together, really. And I feel so much more whole and content and focused. Mm -hmm. uh, and doing that, and, and that's where, you know, again, I've worked with a number of coaches, and, and when I first met you, it was at Women's Wisdom in December, and I just loved your shine, and I thought, you know, I was trying to grow my speaking engagements, trying to figure out how to tailor my coaching services, and you just seemed to represent all of that, and so I, I just can't say thank you enough about how, where I've come where I've come from in this last year and where I stand ready to launch into 2018. It feels great. You know, Deborah, I think that's uh, the most exciting thing for me to see is how you progress and grow over time. And you've really grown exponentially from where it was you originally came from. And and what what was your biggest frustration at the time that we began working together? Do you remember that? 
I'm, I'm not so sure it's going to be what you remember, but you know, and looking back, but um, you know, uh, I, I think that well, I, in spite of the work that I do, and I'm you know really good with you know coaching and connecting with people, I found that I was, I knew I had a vision, but I was having difficulty capturing the words of my clients to really resonate and identify for them to identify with me. And and so there's two things that I will like to say to that is that you really helped me identify and how to connect with the language of my clients and to really go deeper in a different kind of way than what I was used to. And the other key thing that really helped me along those lines is when trying to develop and design the levels of coaching programs that I have, sure, I had my vision, but guess what? My vision didn't always match up with where other people were from. And that's where, you know, I, I, I groaned when you said, oh, we got to do all these interviews. And, and <laughs> Evan helped me. I, I know it took me, a, um, unfortunately, a, a few months to get them done. Um, but I sort of, you know, I, I worked with it. And, and that is what has helped shape my programs now that I, I feel so confident about. And so one of the other things I would say that I was really struggling with is that I really had a fear. I'd had so many setbacks for several years that I was really quite fearful. Oh, that's not quite right. But I had fear. I had fear that was really getting in my way and really um, uh, preventing me from really resonating in a way that I really wanted to uh, you know, come across to people. Hmm. So would you say it was fear or just a lack of confidence? Well, to, uh, for me, I would actually say it was a little bit of both. I mean, I'm highly confident in some circles, uh, but it, you know, again, I I been done for a loop the last few years, and I was having a hard time really. Um, I was I was having a hard time really identifying what it was that I had to offer, even though I knew I had a lot. People always told me I had a lot, and it, so it was a lack of confidence, but there was some fear in there too. Fear of being rejected, fear of, of failing again, uh, fear of not, um, you know, tapping into the right market and spending all kinds of money and not getting where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. I get that. I totally get that. And, you know, so many people come to me and they say to me, I have so much. I know so much. I just don't know how to put it into a program that people want to buy. I don't know how to pull it all together. I don't know how to take stuff from over here and over here. But the the challenge is that it's really not about us, right, Deborah? You found that out. It, it's not about us. It's about what your clients are looking for. Now, right. Deborah mentioned the interview questions, and that's you know that's like mining for gold. That's because it, and it's not a new thing. It's something I've, I've talked about this on the show before. I think with Doc Claire, I mentioned this, um, that, you know, these, even the car dealerships, they all have people that come in and sit down with them and they say, oh, do you like that commercial or do you like this commercial? And do you like that color on the car? And do you, you know, how do you feel about how it came together, does it identify with this personality type or this age group? And, you know, we do kind of the same thing. We put these interview questions together and then I have you go out and interview 
people in your target market. But I rant and rave all the time about making sure that you know who your target market is first, right, Deborah? That that's really the hardest thing, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, yeah. Because it's like you know, I'm sure for like with many people, you know, we can service all kinds of people, and uh, and certainly that was true for me. But when I was really talking about you know, where, what I felt I really had to offer and who I felt would benefit from it most, um, that's where it really did benefit from narrowing that down and really examining who who did seem to seek me out and who did seem to benefit the most. Not just who I serve, but who actually benefited from the kinds of things I'd already done. Mm-hmm. And, and if you remember right, we didn't get it right, right off the bat. We had to kind of meander it through it a bit until you got those questions done, right? Right, right. Yeah, those questions are the answer to everything. But the thing is that some people say, oh, okay, I can do those questions. But what could you have done those questions? Or what are your thoughts about that? No, I really struggled with it at first, because, um, you know, again, I was used to asking questions for different reasons and, and getting to the heart of things very quickly. But this was very different. And this was where, um, you know, we worked on it. Uh, I worked with others in our group together on it. And we practiced with each other to see how they came across, how were people impacted with it, did it solicit the kind of information we really, you know, thought we were looking for. So it, it was a challenge. And, and again, without guidance, I, I couldn't have gotten there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I try to tell everybody. If you just, if you find someone that, can think this through for you because when we're putting our business together, we're too close to it. And we're used to giving certain speeches and and Deborah, let me tell you, she is a powerhouse. She is a real powerhouse. And one of her biggest complaints when she came to me is that she was doing events, which is huge if you're doing events and she was filling the room but she wasn't getting any sales. Do you remember when we talked about that, Deborah? Oh, believe me, yeah. In fact, I stopped even doing presentations for a while because I was frustrated with not getting anybody coming forward. Yeah, and so we're gonna take a commercial break for just a minute here, and then we will be right back and talk about how we moved her forward. And if you'd like to join us, call us at 888-627-6008 if you would like some coaching. I'm here for you, and so is Deborah. Be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Deborah Dupree. I help people uncover their pain points from past abuses, both emotional as well as physical, that get in the way of happiness and calm in their lives. What I do is I bring the neuroscience of human behavior to its simplest form so that even the most resistant and stuck person can get out of their own way. What you gain is recovery just like I did, and discovery of five key ways of achieving happiness. You do this through my 30-30-30 program. So let me ask you, what's getting in your way? Hi, my name is Christine and I have been seeing Dr. Dupree for about six months now. I would say that when I first came in to see Dr. Dupree, I was at the lowest point in my life. I had never felt so low before, and I didn't think that I would ever be able to get out of it. 
over this time, she has taught me new tools and techniques to, to utilize in my daily life, in my personal life, and in my work life. That black cloud, it doesn't exist in my life anymore. I feel like I have a rainbow that follows me and I have sunshine in my life. Call Dr. Dupree now and learn to powerfully connect, listen, and engage. Call 619-432-5073 or visit relationships-at-work.com. And welcome back. I am talking with Deborah Dupree. I'm Shirlene Reeves, your host. And we are talking about business owners and how to develop programs. And Deborah Dupree has been talking to us about her experience and how she was challenged in the beginning of her journey working with me to build her programs. So we were talking about you having a big bringing groups in. And what did we determine was your biggest challenge for why you weren't able to make any sales? Well, if, as I recall it, I was just giving away way too much information. I was actually doing information overload. And what, what I was, because I love, I love sharing my knowledge. And yet what I realized then is that I was actually overwhelming people to the mm-hmm. point of where they almost wanted to just get out of there. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a big pitfall for, for a lot of coaches, particularly coaches. And have you ever noticed that coaches, it, even if you try to talk to them about a challenge that you're having or you're just trying to be a friend with them or whatever, they'll just jump right in and start coaching you right now. And um, there's a thing I learned a long time ago that and maybe this will work for some of you listening tonight is that don't coach unless you're paid okay don't coach unless you're paid because that will stop you from overwhelming the people you're talking to because if you come down on them too hard at about coaching mm-hmm. and you know you should do this and you should do that and you should do then right away they'll start to back up they don't want to work with you because you're not feeding them in bite-sized pieces. Makes sense, Deborah? Absolutely. And one of the things I want to pick up on, too, with what you said is that, um, you know, I, I certainly see many coaches also who do tell people what to do. You should, you should. And so that sort of that shoulda, woulda, coulda kind of thing. And we really want to move away from that kind of language. And offer up ideas that people then can mull upon and then get guidance with when they choose what they want to do. But telling people what to do, you know what, as adults, we don't like to be told what to do. We resist. Mm -hmm. So it's more like, what if, or what do you think about, Mm -hmm. or I wonder if this might work for you. There's no, you should do this, you should do that, you should do the other thing, because that is what we call pushy. Right? Right. Pushy. And nobody wants to be around somebody who's pushy. And I had a perfect example. I went to an event not too long ago, and, you know, I had just finished writing my book, and I was on my eighth edit, and I walked in, and this woman didn't even know who I was. 
And she said, you know, you should write a book. You should start writing a book right away. And I said, really, you think so? And she said, yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll do so well if you write a book. And I said, do you know who I am? And she said, no, I don't, I don't know who you are. And I said, then why are you telling me I should write a book? How do you know I haven't already? So do you think I want to talk to that person? No. no. She didn't know who I was. She was telling me what I should do. And she didn't even take the time to ask me if I'd ever thought about writing a book. Yeah, you know what, as you were just telling that story, which is a perfect illustration, uh, I was reminded of Stephen Covey's words, seek first to understand before you seek to be understood. Beautiful. Thank you for mentioning that. Thank you for that. That was awesome. So now another thing I wanted to mention when Deborah was putting all these people in the room, and, you know, that's pretty awesome in itself that you could fill a room like that was that she was blending her corporate clients with her entrepreneurial clients. You remember that, Deborah? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what happens when you blend your clients? Well, you're going to miss meeting their needs on every level because what you put out for one group of people isn't going to be anywhere close to what the other group of people need. And again, then they walk away feeling like, oh, this person's not right for me. I love that you learned that. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit my head against the wall a few times, right? To get you. <laughs> but you know, when you're speaking to the corporate world, it's a very, very different language than the entrepreneurial world. Mm -hmm. Just in that you have employees, right? And then you have entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs have clients and employees have customers. It's a whole different genre of words. So if you're trying to speak to both at the same time, nobody understands you. And then, like Deborah said, she was barraging them with all this wonderful information, but they had so much information, they didn't know what to do with all of it, right? Or where to start. Right. Like a lot of my clients, they don't know where to start. So what did we do next, Deborah? What, you know, what really um, made a difference for you right away? Because I remember when we were on ESPN together. You remember that? Yes. yes. <laughs> Actually, that's when you start. You decided you wanted to work with me was when we came off at ESPN. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking that Shirley and we've actually known each other longer then because you and I were on ESPN together a year ago in August. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, and and so I'd known you for a few months. But it wasn't until I saw how you performed on that radio show and how I came across. And it was like, oh, my God, I want to be just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and what Deborah is alluding to is that you really need to know your client's words, especially when you're on a show. You have to be able to call them into you. Or on stage, I just wrote a lengthy article that I posted on LinkedIn's Pulse and a number of the LinkedIn groups that I belong to about how to call your clients in when you are on stage. Because so many people walk off the stage with nothing, sort of like what you're talking about, Deborah, when you were in the, in the group and you had brought all these people in right. that you walked off with nothing. But now... She's been working with the corporate world and the individual world. And tell people about your programs and how you went about designing them. 
Yeah, you know, it, it, my, my program started, um, you know, based on my dissertation. Um, and and I knew that I, I was finding some very powerful stuff. And I did my dissertation based on my many years of experience as a mediator, a workplace mediator. And, and so that was really how I started my program development. And, and, you know, so I was using that, but I realized there were so many skills and techniques that were part of that program that were readily, I mean, people would always say, oh my gosh, Deborah, this is so great. I could use this at home with my spouse, or I could use this at home with my teenager, you know, and, and that's when I realized, okay, this isn't just a program I can sell to the corporate market. There really was a lot of value in the concepts, because after all, people are people. And so I did design my corporate program, and, and that is going very well. I, I've actually you know, sold my 90-day leadership wonder program uh, a few times now, and and that provides you know you know in-house training along with one-on-one coaching for each of the participants. And so, where where I'm going now to the next phase is making that program more readily available to people anywhere in the world because we're going to do it online, and uh, you know the content, the the the, the themes will be very similar because they're relevant to people in any walk of life. Sure, the language will change, so we're not dealing with the workplace per se, but we're dealing with people and people with customers and entrepreneurs and, and people who want to improve their relationships. So um, that's what I'm really excited as far as, you know, I, I do have a, a, a shorter entry program, you know, people who want to get there fast and, and uncover some stuff that's getting in their way. Uh, what and then do you call that? Pardon? What do you call that program? Powering Through. <laughs> that's right. Powering Through. She has these awesome names for her program. Um, before you go on, I want you to tell them what it involved, what, you know, who you are as an individual and what you found out in the interviews that your clients were looking for. Well, one of the things that Charlene came to know about me as we got to know each other and I went beyond that, that professional veil is that I am a real water lover. I'm an Aquarius by birth and I have been involved in the water since a very young age. And I love being around the water and being part of the boating community here in Coronado is a very big part of my life. And, and, and I, I know how much people would love, love to talk about particularly sailing, you know, and, and I thought, you know, because sailing can really bring a whole lot of calm and peace and sort of a, a journey, so to speak. And, and so that's what started us thinking then about, okay, building around a, a water theme. And and that was actually part of my questions to my interviewee, interviewees then as far as, you know, what, what appealed to them about boating, if at all. Um, and if they were boating, then what kind of boat were they interested in? And I was really fascinated with all of the different kinds of responses that that really led to what we're, we're working on finishing up right now. It was, it was fascinating. Mm -hmm. So she has the motorboat for the first program. And then we learned from her clients that they really love to learn on a leisurely basis, that it's it's not about hustle and bustle. It's they want to try out and move through her coaching and really change their lives. So we developed what, Deborah? What, what came next? Well, the next one is setting sail all about you know taking a, a leisurely sailboat where you can sort of glide through the water and sure there's some fast work once in a while as you shift the sails and and and, and tack and turn uh, but there are also opportunities to sort of sit back and just glide and and do more exploration and more discovery 
Exactly. So we took, we, she mentioned earlier that we did these videos. And when we did the videos, we did the motor, the powerboat one much faster, right? Mm-hmm. It was intense, faster. We actually made the video out in Coronado around the boats. And she had set it up so that we could film her on these different boats, which it was a very cold day, but we had a lot of fun together. Yeah, it did turn out to be cold. Not the way October normally is here. But. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, so your second one is the sailboat. Right. And then your third one? Well, the third one is for those that once we get beyond the, the personal and more immediate relationships are those that really want to work on their leadership development and really, you know, move up, you know, we call it, you know, for the, um, uh, you know, the, the professional who wants to develop into leadership capacity. And so that's really on a yacht where we, you can have, you know, larger groups of people, um, you know, it is still a motorboat, but it, it's, you know, we can get there fast, but we can also glide along. We can be working in groups and really developing a community then of people coming together um, who are striving to build their leadership skills. And then that's that's my, my longer program then for people who want to go beyond the personal um, sense of self, the, the personal relationships that work at home, but now develop it into how do you become a leader in your community? Mm. And that she's got three integrated programs and people can jump in on any program. They don't have to do all three. And that is a big way that I coach because not everybody wants to go through every step. Not everybody needs the power boat right away. They may need it, you know, that might be her entry level where we've got to fix it right away really fast, or, you know, they can go into the sailboat and that'll take a longer, or maybe they've already, you know, I told her, I said, what if it was me? Because I would want to do the yacht. I would enjoy doing the leadership course. I've done a lot of work on myself in the past. And fortunately, I'm always choosing pain or peace. And I happen to like peace the best. So, you know, I said to her, what are we going to do about those people that want to work with you, but they don't need the other two programs? And that's when she developed the last one. And so I say to you, all of you out there listening, that if you are an entrepreneur, first of all, you must know who your target market is and then take the time to talk to your target market to find out what it is that they are looking for and then develop your programs. I run into so many entrepreneurs who got a certification and they don't know what the heck to do with all of the material that they've got. And they tell, here's what they tell me. Shirlene, I've got everything I need. I really don't need a coach. And then I watch them and I say about four months later, so what are we doing here? Are you know, what, what are your programs? I don't know. I have so much material. I don't know where to start. I hear that all the time, or I don't know who I am. I've been to coach after coach and nobody can tell me who I am and what I do. You know, it's really not that hard. It's just those coaches haven't done the tacking back and forth that is required to get you where you need to go. And you end up paying a lot of money for an end result that doesn't arrive. And then you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) 
And a lot of people do it because they go to a speaking event and they run to the back of the room and they sign up and they pay $10,000 and they say, okay, this is the answer. It's going to happen now, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because you need to take the steps necessary to get where you want to go. You can't do a lot of social media and a lot of funnels until you know what you're going to do with them and you have a foundation to stand on. That's a big part of what I talk about in my book. I give you a million dollar blueprint so that you know where you're going and then all you have to do is follow that path. That's all you have to do. And it makes it so much easier because then we're not running willy-nilly going, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I like that idea over there. Oh, I'm really liking that idea. And even when I decided to do the book, I knew I was going to do keynote speaking. I knew I had to stick with the book. Then I had to stick with the eight edits that I had to go through. <laughs> then I got the book and did the ninth edit. And now I'm waiting for the final so that we can actually order the books I had to stick with it and I got to tell you when you're going to write a book you're not going to make much money for a while because you really got to focus on that book and there's just nothing else you can focus on because if you don't get it done you don't get anywhere what's the point of hiring a coach if you're not going to do the work that the coach tells you to do and believe me Patrick Snow gives you gives you homework right Deborah? Yeah, absolutely. Patrick, uh, I met Patrick through a colleague of mine and um, and he was just, he's incredible. I mean, he just, he's such a giver and he is such a warm, genuine human being and boy, does he know his stuff. Mm -hmm. He absolutely does. And that's exactly what I mean by finding the right coach that fits who you are. And, and it also has to be a coach that you want to work with. I'm a very heartfelt coach. I am not a hard driving, uh, push, push, push type of, type of coach, but I will make you accountable because if you're not accountable, how can we get to the end? It's not possible. And you're when you come and work with me, you are my client for life. So if you don't do what I'm trying to help you do, how are we going to get you to the point where Deborah is today? And she's got these wonderful videos now. And she's just done a phenomenal job. And Deborah, I want to give you a huge pat on the back and tell you, you've just been amazing to work with. And I'm so excited to see where you're at now. I really am. Well, thank you. That gives that continues to buoy up my confidence then. <laughs> Good word, buoy. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd catch that one. Before you came to me, what did you already try? Oh man, I had um, I had worked with a coach the um, prior year who, you know, sounded good, a lot of hype, but very expensive, and um, and even he helped in some ways, you know, but didn't. You just had some vision for stuff. It's like, hmm, you know, I just didn't resonate. And I'd worked with somebody even before that in terms of business development. And what I realized that, you know, yeah, he gave me some ideas, but quite frankly, the business I got were from existing clients. It was nothing new based on what he was telling me. And so I thought, okay, that isn't working either. So I, I had tried working with different um, coaches and, and trying to develop business and trying to develop programs and, um, 
you know, so I was pretty frustrated when I met you and, and actually quite skeptical. Well, I'm glad I got beyond that. <laughs> well, it took that darn ESPN radio show to see, so I could see, oh my gosh, I, I, you know, I just give away too much. And, and one thing I just want to emphasize for our listeners then is that how important asking questions um, of your audience when you're speaking is. And that's something I've really learned, you know, the art of doing that. Because when you when you hear a question asked that resonates with you, it's like, oh, your ears just naturally perk up. And so that's something I've, I've really worked on my presentation style and delivery. And, um, and I'm, I'm feeling really good about, you know, building in story and building in, you know, captivating questions. Mm-hmm. And stories are so important when you're trying to teach something. That's that's why in even in my book, I wrote story after story after story for you. It, and it could be clients. It, it, some of it's my own life. You know, um, I it was just you have to use stories as an anchor. Since we're talking about water tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Charlene. <laughs> So Deborah, um, other than your book, which I know I know how laborious that's going to be, but it's so well worth it when you actually get it. Um, I'm going to see you soon. I can't wait to put it in your hands and see what you think. Um, but what do you, what else do you want to accomplish next year? Um, yeah, well, but honestly, a radio show is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, so I hope to be on on the same station uh, next year as well. One thing I, I didn't mention earlier that I've been uh, rolling out is uh, my podcast series, and so I have that every other week, and uh, you know, continuing to fine tune and polish that, but been getting some really good responses to the speakers and the content, and starting to get you know people really following that. Mm-hmm. So continuing to to refine that platform, um, and, you know, another goal for next year is is doing more. Uh, you know, again, taking my program online and getting that rolled out, and of course the book and and growing my speaking my stages. I have to. I, I'm pretty proud of this. Um, I, I had eight speaking stages last week. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah. absolutely amazing. See, yeah. that's what I said. You're such a powerful woman. It's just. <laughs> Uh, I just absolutely love how you just charge forward. It's so awesome. Well, you know, thank you. I, I'm, 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 you know, at first I thought, well, that's not that significant. And then it's like, well, no, wait a minute. I wouldn't have been getting these. Yeah. I wouldn't have been getting these if I hadn't made an impression with people and they wanted me to speak. And so I had some opportunities come to me very, very unexpectedly and filling in for some people, but they were powerful. And podcasts and webinars, I mean, our live stages, uh, it's its really, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. So, Deborah, I kind of held this till last. So, give us some information about you and um, what your background is briefly and your credentials so that people, I, I didn't want you to give that until they actually had a chance to hear you and who you are. So, now I'd love it if you would share. Okay. Well, thanks. Thank you for for the opportunity. Um, I've done a lot of different things in my life, uh, but one of my biggest accomplishments that I'm most proud of is uh, after having always having a goal of getting my doctorate degree and having a number of setbacks throughout life is that I went back uh, and obtained my doctorate degree in psychology just a few years ago. And so 
a lot of people challenge me. Why are you doing that? What is it going to get you? Are you going to be making more money? You know, and it was just like, well, I just want to do it. I, I want that. And so for me, what it did, I not only accomplished a, a very, you know, not quite a lifelong goal, but certainly a, a long-term adult goal. But what it did is that it, it sort of brought me up to speed very quickly. I mean, what we now know about human behavior is just so fascinating. I love bringing to um, the people I, I touch and the, the, the presentations I give, um, you know, basic understanding of the neuroscience of the brain. And that really lays the foundation for a lot of what I do. I think that you know, marks me separately from a lot of other coaches who work on relationships and, and um, finding voice. And so, I have been a, a psychotherapist. I have been a workplace and family mediator. Uh, I've been a, a conflict coach and a coach in, in many different settings. I've been a trainer and a speaker. So I like to say I've really had an opportunity to work with people on, on so many different slices of life and in different settings. So I, I feel like I have a really deep understanding of human behavior and can really make a difference in shifting them from the kinds of things that have held them back, particularly when we talk about the influences of our upbringing. Uh, but to take it to, not to stay in our childhood, but to bring it to, okay, now that we recognize what these influences are, what choices do you want to make? And you used the words before, pain or pleasure. And so many times people unconsciously continue to choose pain. When we need to move to consciously choosing pleasure, and I, I was reminded just the other day of, you know, we all start off unconsciously incompetent in lots of ways, but we eventually want to move where we become unconsciously competent, where it's just part and parcel of our, our interaction and our way of being and who we are and all that we do. So that's where I want to, I, I love working with people to help find their voice, find their place, and really live and lead consciously. And you help people get raises and work with bad bosses and I'm just a litany of things, right? You do a lot of mediation, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, helping people get out of the pain points in their life and and again, how to move on in the world. And you know, again, both professionally, financially, uh, but just emotionally in that sense of self and then building confidence, just like I've learned to do over over time too. So I've been there, done that, and I've you know chosen pathways in my education and my experience that, that um, I really feel allow me to do that. And so um, helping people get to a better place in life is really my mission. And Deborah, I want to give out. I want you to give out your contact information in case someone is having a challenge, and perhaps they need your ninety day, or you know, you want you want to go on a sailboat ride. <laughs> Challenges resolved. <laughs> I did. I didn't mention that when they take the the, the leadership program, they actually get a cruise. <laughs> yeah. They do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I am on um, Facebook, Dr. Deborah Dupree. Um, I uh, launched a new website, uh, Deborah at Deborah Dupree Speaks.com. And uh, my email is, uh, I think that's what I just said, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Deborah at Deborah Dupree Speaks.com is my email. And, um, uh, my website, you can see all the array of my services at www.debradupree.com. Wonderful. Perfect. All right. So, Deborah, you know, this this hour has gone so quickly. 
And um, it, it always just amazes me how fast these go. <clears throat> and wondering if you have any final thoughts for what you would like to share with the audience and, um, you know, to help them move forward with their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Well, I I do have a couple things I'd like to share um, before we wrap. And I agree, Charlene, this hour always goes so quickly with you. It's just so delightful to to engage with you. So thank you. The couple tips I'd like to pass on is what, one is called the three B's. And, you know, I encourage people to just stop, be in the moment. That's the first B. Just be in the moment. Just stop and reflect what's going on for me. And it's only a matter of, you know, 30 seconds to do this. And... And pay attention to what you feel in your body and in your brain. Then I want you to breathe through the moment. And I want you to, after you be in the moment, then go ahead and take three or four deep breaths. And that will actually slow down your heart rate, slow down your breathing, obviously, but also slow down your brainwave activity. And then once you've done that, I want you to break free from that moment by visualizing that confident you, that that persuasive you, that powerful you, whatever it is that you want to look like, and visualize, see yourself in that better space. Because then you will be able, when we work our brain that way, we will actually go there. Mm. We better get there. Yeah. And the other thing then is, um, and I think Shirley and I may, may have come up with this one when we were last together at your place in San Felipe, um, but it was like, live in the light. You know, just you know, be grateful for the, the, the light is behind us. Um, love on the day. And show that gratitude. And then I follow that up with give out joy in every way. Wow, that's beautiful, Deborah. That's absolutely beautiful. You gave me chills, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. We are at the point where we have to wrap it up, and I really hope that you'll be with us next week on Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, and I am here if you need some support in your coaching world, and I would love to have you call in next week and chat with us. And you know, I'm just going to let the universe tell me what we're going to talk about next week because I haven't decided yet. I just want all of you to have a wonderful holiday. And I wish you the very best. See you then. Thank you for joining us on the Ascended Masters at Work show with spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. We hope you found our message enlightening in a way that will change your everyday interactions in work and play. Share the love. Pass on our web address, ascendedmastersatwork.com and if you have a great story to share, we'd love to have you on the show. This has been a Massive Visibility Media Production. Join us next week for the Ascended Masters at Work show. And while remembering the words of the late Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. We say Namaste.